What up, everyone? This is your host, Joel Sid, and you are tuned into Crypto Chain X podcast, the podcast that doesn't believe in hype, that doesn't believe in hate. We only focus on the facts. And today we'll be talking about the facts and the technology behind the second generation blockchain Ethereum. We'll be talking about Ethereum as a platform, Ethereum as a cryptocurrency, Ethereum Classic. And also in this episode, you will notice that I'll be using some of the technical terms like smart contracts, sharding, hash rate. So what I'll be doing different will be in coming episodes, I'll dedicate each episode to explain these technical terms because as we release more episodes and I have a lot of episodes re uh, recorded, especially for cryptocurrencies and blockchain platforms, you will constantly hear these technical terms. So I want everyone to be very clear with these basics, what exactly these basics mean. So it just doesn't sound like the all that technical mumbo jumbo. So without wasting any time, let's do this. Welcome back everyone. Let's talk about Ethereum and why Ethereum is right now considered in such a unique situation. It's no longer as much as unique as it used to. Reason I'm calling Ethereum in a unique space is because Ethereum is not just a cryptocurrency, it's much more than that. Just like Bitcoin is a digital currency, but the key thing that Bitcoin had was blockchain. Same way Ethereum is you can call it blockchain 2.0 by saying this i'm not disrespecting blockchain or bitcoin but if you think of it ethereum wouldn't be possible if there was no blockchain so satoshi nakamoto like created such a dynamic thing but now it was time to take it to the next level where we can do almost anything so what is Ethereum? According to the Ethereum Foundation, it's a decentralized platform that runs smart contracts. What that means, it, it runs applications exactly as programmed without the possibility of downtime, censorship, fraud, or third-party interference. Think of it just like the platform like Google and Apple have created. So for example, Android or iOS or macOS, where you can develop and create these applications using their languages. If you are creating something on Apple or Google's platform, that's not really decentralized because you are creating on their platform. Ethereum being an open source code, if you create something on Ethereum, number one, it's, it will be decentralized. There is no one governing body because all this information will be shared with all the individuals in the community and people will be able to validate. Second thing is they call these applications decentralized apps. In short, dApps. I didn't make it up. That's what they call it, D-A-P-P-S. Now let's take a look at the fundamental differences between Bitcoin blockchain versus the Ethereum blockchain. When we talk about Bitcoin blockchain, Bitcoin blockchain was mostly the blocks were 
transactional focus. Like there was like one point program there. However, with Ethereum blockchain, you have a blockchain and then there is smart contracts. So you can have a contract like I sold my house to somebody else and that stuff can be stored on Ethereum blockchain. Your healthcare records can be stored on Ethereum blockchain and then your insurance. According to the Ethereum Foundation, Ethereum project started as an initiative to decentralize uh, the platform where you can run smart contracts, where your blockchain is not just one dimensional. Many times Vitalik has mentioned that blockchain, which is Bitcoin's blockchain, is more like a calculator, whereas <laughs> the Ethereum um, blockchain is more like a smartphone. What he means is, yes, on calculator you can do calculations there is a chipset however on smartphone because of the platform you can download numerous kind of applications and you can use that smartphone for so many different uses you can build cryptocurrencies so right now there are some currencies they are built on ethereum another cool thing is ethereum platform has its own language called solidity which i think is based on python and c and there might be Java in it too. But overall, they have their own language to build these applications. So if let's say you want to create an app or any, any kind of service or any kind of platform, you can go to their Ethereum Foundation website, download the toolkit, and you can also learn about the language. Like it's really easy. Um, you have to obviously, you have to know the basics of coding, but overall it's, it's relatively easy to know and what exactly they're trying to accomplish. Since we are talking about smart contracts now, also talk about the data. So if let's say we were to upload any kind of movie or content, and in future we want to get that validated, problem comes up, who's going to host that data? So they came up with a solution is called IPFS, which is Interplanetary File System. Think of it very similar to your BitTorrent back in the days. So that's a genius thing because now we can load a lot of information without having a central repository for all this stuff. And people can easily access large uh, amounts of data as well. So let's go back into the history. In 2013, May, Vitalik came up with the concept of Ethereum. And in July or August 2014, he was able to raise about 11 uh, some million dollars by doing the initial coin sale. And that coin at the time was called Ether in 2014. Today on our crypto exchanges, we see two digital currencies under the name of Ethereum. One is Ethereum and second one is Ethereum Classic. The Ethereum team decided to go in a different direction and they came out with something new which is called Ethereum in 2017. And the original one became Ethereum Classic. The newly released cryptocurrency Ethereum, it skyrocketed and it was like a, I think 13,000% increase. Like it was ridiculous. And that's the one that's taking over right now. That's the new Ethereum cryptocurrency. And that's number two. And I think Ethereum Classic is still among top 10 or top 15 um, cryptocurrencies. Now let's talk about the Ethereum as a platform. Because sounds like it, like, I mean, it's a second generation, which might be able to do almost everything. And right now there are so many tokens being built on it. So many decentralized applications that are being built on this platform. So let's look into it. 
So one of the problems that Ethereum platform is suffering with is the speed, which is scalability and the transactions per second. So as of right now, the validation of the transaction is conducted by proof of work consensus. So proof of work is very similar to um, Bitcoin where individuals, they mine, they validate the transactions and they go from there. But now the team is thinking about moving that from POW to POS, which is proof of stake. Just imagine in simple terms that you have thousands of computers all over the world and on thousands of computers all over, um, you are telling those thousands of computers that they need to agree on one number between one to 100. But what happens that some of the computers are slow, some, some of the computers are fast, and they might even malfunction. And some computers might even spit out wrong answers because they are malfunctioning. So just imagine as opposed to relying on so many different servers to hash out the algorithm and come to the consensus, you only have maybe one or two individuals or uh, the servers or nodes that will validate this transaction. And because of this, there is a disagreement just within the Ethereum community that they should keep the POW, which is proof of work consensus, and not move to the POS, which is proof of stake consensus, because then one or two individuals will have more power over the rest of them. But the way it works is by appointing and voting for the individuals or these nodes who have stake within the network. And the purpose is to increase the speed of transactions happening on the Ethereum platform. But as of right now, uh, Ethereum is still POW proof of work consensus. And there's this ongoing debate on this topic. So let's see how that pans out. The team's plan is to bring about stability in this platform because there are so many decentralized applications that are being built on Ethereum that they have to speed up this thing. So just imagine like if you have a fiat currency or a platform and it's unstable. So for example, US dollar, Canadian dollar, Euro, every single week it goes up and down 20 to 30%. Like how would you feel then? Can you conduct really business based on something that's so volatile? Same, can you build something on a platform? So for example, Android is a platform, iOS is a platform. And if that platform is slow and more and more stuff gets built on it, like it just bogs down, it's just not capable of handling all that just fundamentally not going to happen when it comes to mass adoption so that's where i think the ethereum's team is more going towards that how do we create a platform that's more stable more fast more scalable and even the tokens that are being built on it like the decentralized applications and stuff they can also scale so they are looking at very big type of picture, which which I think will be realized in about few years in coming. But like right now, that whole topic is around uh, decentralization, power, and this and that. Also, I don't want to go on tangent, but I'm just going to end this topic here that not everywhere blockchain and even building decentralized applications will work. So in coming episodes, we'll walk you through how you can assess where you need to implement blockchain in your business, what you need to even think about. So I'm gonna help you walk through those steps because right now it's becoming a hot word and everyone is just 
flocking to it. So just understand the fundamentals behind it and see if there's a real value add or you are just doing it because everyone is doing it. Just to recap everything we, we talked about today. First, Ethereum is a decentralized platform that, that's capable of running smart contracts. Ethereum also has a smart wallet that you can download on you, onto your computer. Ethereum also has its own language. It's called Solidity, and it's the language for the smart contracts. And you can build your own application. You can build your own token. You can start your fundraising project. There are so many possibilities on these platforms that you can create your own autonomous organization. And if you are into creating decentralized applications, Ethereum has a website. It's called ethereum.org. They have tools over there. You can also download the toolkit to develop your own applications. And now we understand that Ethereum is more than just a digital currency. It's much bigger than that. It's a more of a platform, kind of like Apple and Google, just for decentralized applications. Thank you for tuning in, guys. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps and it makes us happy because we love to bring you guys all this content. But when we see the reviews and comments, we are like, yeah, something is working. So please leave us a review. And until next time, stay classy, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Take care.